Hello, and welcome to the What's Next Christian Podcast, where we believe that no matter where you're at in your walk with Christ, there's always a next step. And that next step will get you closer to Christ. It'll get you closer to your community where you can be the hands and feet of Christ. We've been covering the uh, Prayer of the Lord by R.C. Sproul, and it breaks down the Lord's Prayer, as we all know it, um, as a model for our prayer to uh, with God. Um, we talked about um, prayer is our communication with God, how to pray, not to pray. Um, and, and it's all because the disciples said, hey, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Um, everything they've seen is all about teach us to pray because they knew that's where the power come from. The power from, comes from the Father. So last week we finished up the first three petitions um, uh, that Jesus modeled for us. Hallowed be your name. That kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, and that just really focuses on our relationship with God and our heart with God um, and trying to get people on earth to have that same reverence for God because he is holy, holy, holy. So the next petition is give us this day our daily bread. So this is the first one a petition in, in the Lord's Prayer where they talk about us. You know, give us this day our daily bread. You know. Uh, Mr. Sproul starts the chapter off talking about the Acts model of prayer, which is um, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, which is a great model. And as a matter of fact, if you follow the Lord's Prayer, it pretty much covers every single section. Um, but Mr. Sproul talks about the Americans, oh, sorry, Americans use, instead of doing Acts, they use scat. <laughs> I like this because this is where we're at American, uh, American Christianity because we're rubbing, rubbing the, the Jesus lamp, trying to get the genie to answer, give us our wishes. Um, and, and we, we focus on our supplication and mainly mention confession, adoration, and Thanksgiving. So like I said, all the elements are of, of the acts model is in the Lord's prayer. If you look at give us the stare daily bread, it is a reminder that God is our provision. God provides everything to us. And, and this is where we have to have a, when we ask, hey, give us this day our daily bread, we're thankful for that daily bread. <clears throat> you know, God is a giver. God has always been a giver. And one second. Set up this mouse up here, my notes. So God is a giver. Jesus didn't teach us to ask for God to provide um, food that we can buy, buy off of him. He didn't, um, ask us, say, we didn't pray. Hey Lord, if I do this service for you, will you give me bread? No, that's not what he said. He said, give us this day our daily bread because the God is rich. Don't we know this? God is rich, you know, and, and, um, comparison, we are poor to God. Um, so it's, it's, we're mere beggars. We're literally begging for our provision. And we'll come over this stuff. Uh, and it doesn't matter how wealthy you are, God's always more wealthy. In Psalm 50, verse 10, it says, Every beast of the forest is mine, and a cattle on a thousand hills. You know, of course, we're talking about um, Israel being a, uh, a farming community and all that stuff. And so cattle was... Uh, a symbol of wealth, having wealth. You know, you have a lot of cattle. Cattle on a thousand hills, you know. When you think about it, that's a lot of, a lot of cattle. So, 
And then James says, every perfect gift is from God. It says in James, 7, James 1, 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And it comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. This is every gift. Every good gift comes from God. And I know that because I've seen it in my life, you know. And, and God has always been a giver. And uh, we can take it back to the story of Abraham and Isaac. So Abraham was old and God told him he'd be the father of many nations. But yet he didn't have any kids because his wife was barren. And and so when they were, when they were really, really old, they received Isaac. You know, can you imagine that being 100 and some years old and having your first kid? It's crazy. Um, but it happened to be a few years later. God goes to Abraham, says, tomorrow you need to go to this place where I show you and you're going to sacrifice your son to me. You know, your only son whom you love. So God, God, Jesus was testing Abraham's faith in God and who he trusted and, and and going up in genesis 22 8 they get to the mountain where they're supposed to go up there they're walking up the mountain and they have all the stuff for the offering and all that stuff and and isaac says hey dad we don't have a sacrifice what's going on here you know and genesis 22 8 abraham said my son god will provide for himself the lamb for the burnt offering and so the two of them went together so Abraham's like, hey, you know what? God's gonna provide. He's not gonna kill my only son, which he promised me to be bring the, the the be the father of the nations. So why would he allow me to kill my son? So Abraham had faith. Um, and so God is concerned about our everyday need. His providence isn't just for the big moments of life. It's not just oh my oh my Lord, I got all these big medical bills stacking up. Oh, my mortgage is due and I can't afford it. Um, um, you know, Lord, I want to give this big offering but and help the church, but I can't because I don't have any money. Those aren't the big moments that God is looking to provide us for. God is providing for us every single day. You know, in Matthew, he says that, um, you know, the bird, look at the birds. They don't, they don't have to work. Look at the flowers. They don't have to dress themselves. God provides all that stuff for them. You know, and David um, a man after God's own heart said in Psalms 37, 25, I have been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging for bread. That's what he's saying. He hasn't seen the children of God beg for bread. And then that was David in his life. Um, and, and, and it's cool that God wants to provide all this stuff for us and everything like that, but I don't want to make it seem like we don't have to do anything. God doesn't do it for the la for the for the lazy people. God partners His uh, uh, His provision with our labor. Um, in First Timothy five eight it says, "But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever." God says, "If you don't work, you're worth than worse than an unbeliever," because. As a man, uh, we are designed to protect, provide, and preside. I stole that from the Order of Man podcast, but I love the philosophy. Uh, we protect our family, we provide for our family, and we preside over our family. We lead the family. So 
We're not supposed to be lazy. We're supposed to work, but God's going to give us provisions. And a lot of those provisions are through our paycheck so we can buy the bread, you know, and we got to learn to trust God day to day. Um, we must learn to trust God with our daily life. You know, in the olden days, um, there were no ways to preserve food. I mean, salt would preserve meat and stuff like that for a little while, but um, everything was always made fresh because they didn't have modern technology or refrigerator, refrigerators and all these preservatives that they throw in our food um, and all that stuff, but people had to gather food daily. So um, you think about Israel in the, in the desert, right? They come out of Egypt, they're in, 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 in the desert, um, wandering, and they start complaining. We don't have any food to eat. God, did you bring us out here to starve us? What does God do? God provides manna from heaven. Literally, um, they say, they, they believe it was like coriander seed, you know, whatever. And it came fell from heaven every morning. They had to go collect it up. And at the end of the day, it rotted. So he was setting them up for relying on him for daily provision. You know, and, and, and that's what we got to do. And that's what Mr. Sproul talks about is we got to have that heart of thanksgiving because God is going to give us our daily bread, our daily provision. He's going to give us what we need. Um, and, and it was awesome on movement on, on Wednesday night at church, our youth group, our youth ministry. Uh, our pastor said uh, from the pulpit, you can't have the good life unless you put Jesus at the center. So we put Jesus at the center and then God's provision comes for us. It doesn't mean everything's gonna be, uh, every day's gonna be sunshine and roses um, because we're still alive, we're still humans. We still live on this fallen earth, but eventually we'll be in heaven with him, worshiping him and everything will be perfect. Now going beyond what Mr. Sproul says, what is bread? As Jesus talked about, um, doing the work of his father was his food. Um, in John four thirty four, Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. So give us our daily food is also give us our daily will for our lives, God. Show us what we need to do. Give us our purpose for the day. Not just to give us greedy stuff. What can we do for you? You know, this is the same as going back to the first three petitions. Um, let us know how to make your name hallowed on the earth. Let us know how to make your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. How your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, that's what our daily bread is. You know, and it's cool because when we were talking about Abraham. You know, Abraham was about ready to, uh, he had Isaac on the altar. He was already to run his knife through him, to sacrifice him to God, and God stops him and provides a ram um, for the sacrifice, right? And so Abraham called it Jehovah Jireh. Um, in, in Hebrew, it'd be more like Yahweh Yireh, Yireh, Yireh. I'm trying to learn Hebrew and it's not working very well. Yahweh Yireh, you know? So, and it, and it means... Um, in the mount of the Lord shall be seen. That's in the King James. Um, modern translations, um, like recorded, the Lord will provide the NIV. The Lord will provide, and the literal meaning along the which is where they get it is 
the Lord will see to it. The Lord will see that it's done. The Lord will provide, you know, God will provide the lamb, you know, and um, if you want to look it up, I used the Wikipedia, you know, it's forbidden, but they have all their references down there. Genesis 22, 14, um, the in, in New English translations notes um, on Genesis 22, verse eight. And then of course, Matthew Henry's com Matthew, Matthew, excuse me, Matthew Henry's commentary on Genesis 22, 11 through 14. So this is a stuff that, you know, God is our provider, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Jireh you know? Um, and so this is us keeping God at the center for our provision. We'd be thankful because we got it. You know, we say grace, right? Um, and grace is something we get into a habit of doing, but do we really think about it? I think I've talked about this before. Do we really think about what his provision is and how much we get from him? You know, so um, we can't just say or recite a um a cute little prayer we have one for our grace but every time we say it i'm i'm making sure that i'm reflecting on my heart reflecting on what it is to have god's provision because that's what we need to be doing we need to have thanksgiving give us this day our daily bread our daily bread is not just the food we eat but it's also the work we do for the kingdom of god and that is what our purpose is thank you guys for being here i enjoyed talking to you about this let me know, um, like, subscribe, follow, uh, Instagram, What's Next Christianity, uh, Facebook, What's Next Christianity. Um, everything should be What's Next Christianity, YouTube. Um, haven't got enough subscriber to fully change the URL yet, but if you subscribe, subscribe, ring the bell for uh, notifications. Other than that, have a great week. Bye.